0: Welcome, everybody, to our final episode of our post-mortem on our Foreign February challenge. Um, today, we're checking with Earl to see how his month went. We'd recommend going and listening back to the part one episode where we first set up this challenge. And we also have four other episodes up on SoundCloud, here on iTunes, and on the site. Let's check in with Earl. So, how was your month of February? Horrible. I hated February.
1: <laughs> I, I I was I was actually nervous about uh, talking about my February because obviously I edited the uh, the other four you guys um, and your discussions, and all of you seem to really enjoy it. Um, whereas for there, me, there was... were
2: highs and lows. There were highs and lows. Oh let's, yeah, let's sure, not, you know, sure. Get ahead of ourselves there.
1: Um, I, I think um, as we'll we'll go on to discuss it, I enjoyed the beginning and then and, and then tapered off. And I think part of that was because I was running out of time. The time pressure of finishing games is something that I've never put myself under, and became a painful experience. <laughs> having to rush right, yeah.
0: through, having to rush through. I mean, let's briefly touch on. Like, let's assume that that is partly down to the, the restrictions of the challenge, which is the 28 days of February, yeah. but also the makeup of your list.
1: Sure. No, yeah, that definitely impacted it.
0: Um, yeah. And it
1: is a challenge. You know, that, we, we called it a challenge. So I, I think my experience isn't necessarily representative of how enjoyable the four games I played was. It was the challenge itself that, uh, that I struggled with. Sure. Um, and, and four games was, was a toughie for sure if, um, if, it was, if it was less I probably would have enjoyed it more
0: right and, and clearly you, you know, as you said you enjoyed the first one you dipped into but do you want to mm. just remind us quickly of your list and, and then go on to talk about which was your favourite
1: so I played uh, Resident Evil Revelations which was my choice Dust and Elysian Tale Alpha Protocol and uh, Kentucky Route Zero those before.
2: That's, That's a good list.
1: Yeah, it, I was happy with the list, actually, uh, in terms of quality of games, or at least my perceived quality of the games before I'd actually ever played them. Um, but I did start to get nervous when I think it was you, Tom, that introduced me to that website, um, Time to Finish or Time to Complete.com. I can't remember what it's called.
2: How long to beat?
1: How long to beat? Yeah, I was along this, the right lines. And then saw that. Dust was much longer than I expected, Alpha Protocol was potentially longer than I expected depending on how you play it, and Resident Evil Revelations was about double the length I thought it was going to be, <laughs> so I got, I got very nervous about failing the challenge.
2: The time constraints were hitting you hard at that point.
1: Exactly, yeah, yeah for sure. I went through peaks and troughs. I enjoyed the beginning because it felt like, you know, I've got a whole month to do this. This is no problem. Then I got that anxiety. And at one point in the challenge, I actually just let go and assumed I'm going to fail this. So let's just not worry about that fact anymore and just play as far as I can. So once I let go of uh, even succeeding in the challenge, the the pressure went off and then I actually reached game four with a week to spare and thought, shit, I can actually rush through this now and, and, and make it and not be the one guy in the group that fails and the stress came back
0: again.
2: <laughs> well, I, think, I think both you and, and Bob suffered equally yeah. from, from that kind of time thing.
1: Uh, Bob deserves to suffer for introducing this concept to the group, so I have no sympathy for him whatsoever, <laughs> uh, which is why he got Valkyria Chronicles, whereas I feel like the innocent victim... In this, <laughs> but no, I'm I'm actually I'm glad that I did it. I'm glad in hindsight, but unlike you four, this isn't something I'm gonna choose to do again uh, for pleasure anyway.
2: That's a that's a damn shame. So so, can you tell us a bit about the game that you liked the most?
1: Um, <laughs>
2: that's a <it's>, tough call.
1: <laughs> no, no, it's it's tough because I think the game I'm going to choose. I had arguably the most stressful time with but it wasn't the game's fault again it's down to the fact that i rushed this game and i would have had a better time if i'd spent more time with it but the my favorite game of the four was dust and Elysian tale
2: really
1: it was yeah
2: yeah
1: Yeah, i enjoyed it a lot should we speak about dust first as i'm on that topic yeah go for it so dust was my last game uh which i played it's a, a side scrolling metroidvania style game so you have a, a two dimensional map there's a there's quite a fair amount of backtracking you unlock new abilities which enables you to revisit areas which you areas that were inaccessible before because you couldn't double jump or you you know couldn't blow up walls anymore that kind of thing without spoiling too many of the abilities that you unlock I enjoy games that have a, a large amount of exploration and that this game does a really good job of uh, making you excited about the fact that, oh, okay, I've, now I can double jump. I remember seeing something five hours ago where I couldn't quite reach it. I can go back there and see what it is and then you find out, oh, it's a chest or uh, it's a completely new area of the game which pushes the story forward. Hmm. The combat uh, is melee and magic-based.
2: Lots it's of really, juggling, as far as I recall.
1: There is a lot of juggling, and you know, and you know, when you hit someone, you see numbers fly off them to represent the damage that's that's taking place. So it's uh, really satisfying to literally, in a two D beat 'em up style, juggle enemies across the screen while all the energy is just pissing off them.
2: <laughs> poetic, poetic <laughs> yeah, to yeah. the end. <laughs>
1: Absolutely, yeah, yeah. So you know, you can you can use your sword to whip them up in the air. Do some light attacks to juggle them all, and this is literally like six or seven guys all being hit at the same time and then do a magic spell while they're all still in the air and, and you know damage is just flying off them it's, it's it's very satisfying uh very intuitive the controls aren't complex but it's just' it's a it's, hunt it's a, a hunt it's, hun, it's a fun <laughs> slash them up, but at the same time' it's, it's complex enough to make you feel clever as you're doing it. Um,
2: you know it's a one man game as well right
1: yeah it's astonishing it's, it's incredible what he's achieved Mr. And, you Mr. Know, Dean Dodrill yeah. the, the artwork is phenomenal as well I don't know if he had uh, any assistance with that I assume not if it purely is a one man game but no the guy the guy's got real talent and definitely dedication because uh, the, the level design is, is, really, is really complex and varied it's, the, 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 the narrative wasn't really what he came into it for there is definitely a deep story there to be enjoyed. It wasn't my cup of tea, but it was irrelevant to my, the experience for me. I just thought it was a really fun game uh, to play. Um, however, here's the however. You level up. It is a level-based game. You have an XP bar. As you kill guys, the XP bar goes up. And every time you level up, you get to spend uh, that experience on um, either your health bar, Um, your melee damage, or your magic damage. I'm playing this game as quickly as I can. I am skipping side quests. I am maybe dodging certain enemy encounters because they look like they're going to take me too long. So I'm whipping through this game, very much aware that there is a time constraint that I have to adhere to. I reached a point in the game where I was under-leveled. Um, Which is and also, I was always
2: a punch in the gut. I remember doing that on Final Fantasy X, and I just gave up and put the game down. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. On uh, yeah. Final Fantasy games, I think uh, that's happened to me on X as well, funnily enough. But I, it, I really, really reached a brick wall. Um, I'd actually saved the game at a point where there was an encounter that I could not finish because my magic damage wasn't powerful enough. Um, because I decided to spend most of my points on melee and I could not defeat this enemy. Not only could I not defeat it, I couldn't get past it because it would kill me before I could dash past it. Because I also hadn't spent points on my health bar either.
2: <sighs> so you just had a, one immense sword arm is what you're saying. <laughs>
1: Essentially, which yeah. had actually, you know, fared me very well. You know, I was one-hitting things for a long time, in fact, because I had just, just spent everything on melee. Um, I spent between, I don't know, half an hour to 45 minutes in the end just trying to escape this encounter so I could get all the way back to nearly the beginning of the game to then grind experience points on lesser enemies just to be able to get to a level where I could go back and continue.
2: And there's no respec.
0: There is no respec,
1: no.
2: It sounds like Go it wasn't
0: on. even respecting. it was just you didn't have enough XP to be able to spend at that point. Like it was yeah. relying on you having done more side stuff or not skipping encounters.
1: I was definitely in a scenario that the designer had not anticipated any player to be in. And fair play to him. <laughs> um, I, I, I could argue that in playtesting... Maybe it should have been explored that someone would want to skip all the side stuff and only spend speed run. On, on melee. You know, yeah. yeah, absolutely. But it what I was doing really was to the detriment of what most people would say is a, a positive gaming experience. And uh, I suffered for it. But I'm really glad after i had got over having to grind to level up to a point that I could continue, that I was able to Push that to the back of my mind, ignore it, and uh, enjoy the rest of the game.
2: Didn't you pull some sort of sneaky platform switch as well during this to help you finish the game?
1: I did. Yes. Oh, Yeah, really good points on, actually. Um, thank you.
2: <laughs> uh, no worries. I'm, I'm uh, here to serve.
1: I started playing on PC. It is generally my platform of choice. Um, but I actually switched to the PS4 version because I use remote play. Uh, on the Vita to play the game in bed <laughs> late <laughs> at night and the game actually really suited the platform very well even though it was streaming from my console in the other room so it's a shame that there isn't a native Vita port of the game cuz it would it would suit this game really well
2: let's get the let's get the petition going bring bring dust i mean it's on it's on almost every other platform right i think it was yeah, it the, was the, the XD- PS3 60, Xbox 360
1: yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no, i am been in full support of that. Um, it feels like a Vita game, in fact. It feels like the kind of um, thing that Sony really like in, that, in the portfolio of, uh, uh, for, the, for Vita because, you know, they, they target um, independent games for that platform. So, yeah, I'm, I'm surprised it wasn't there already, but at least you get the capability of doing that remote play, which is something I personally hadn't really used before and ended up being a really cool feature. So yeah, that was my favorite game of the four. Mm. Not by a long way, though. Uh, yeah. I actually I, I did enjoy, uh, for the most part, uh, all four of the games that I played. My, my choice was Resident Evil Revelations. Huge fan of the Resident Evil franchise, which, as any other Resident Evil fan uh, will attest, is a, a painful franchise to be a fan of because uh, <laughs> the lows are really low <laughs> in, right, yeah. in, in that series, and um, you know especially like the online only fair and uh the light gun games on the PS one like there were some real shocking games uh, in the Resident Evil franchise four is my personal highlight i I preferred the the setting of one uh, of you know the the claustrophobic uh mansion setting mm. With the gameplay of four, the over-the-shoulder, um, responsive third-person shooter-esque action game, and this game is a mixture of the two. Uh, the game t- the game takes place on um, a ocean liner, which looks a lot like a mansion when you're inside it. Uh, funnily enough, you know it's the over-the-shoulder um, Resident Evil Four style gameplay. Lots of uh, exploration and backtracking and wondering what's behind that door i will find out later that kind of uh that kind of uh gameplay the story is absolute fucking nonsense holy <laughs> shit um but if, if you came to resident evil for the story you're an idiot i'm sorry <laughs> you know since that since the voice acting on the first game i think it's well established that uh narrative is not the strong point of that series but if if you uh, have come to enjoy the ridiculousness of Resident Evil, including the, the terrible voice acting that comes with it. It has that in aplomb. It was, it was classic Resident Evil. It was very old school. I do regret not playing the 3DS version, funnily enough. Its 3DS roots are clear. Yeah. It's not a great looking game. And I imagine that some of the gameplay mechanics that um, still exist in the PC slash console version would have been... More enjoyable with the stylus. There's lots of you know door hacking and okay. that kind of stuff going on, which was clearly designed to uh, to be played with the stylus. In fact, uh, I ended up putting my gamepad down and picking up the mouse for some of the mini games. Um, if that uh, gives you an idea of the kind of control that uh, that, that those uh, mini games demand.
0: Yeah. In, in normal gameplay, do you th- you feel you are missing kind of a second screen setup like.
1: Yeah, but it, it tries to solve it... that by yeah. having a slightly transparent overlay on the oh. screen and I, I imagine that most of those HUD elements would have been on that secondary screen. Oh, okay, But um, yeah, the worst parts of the game were when it gets all Resident Evil 5 slash Resident Evil 6 and it becomes too action-y, like gives you waves and waves of enemies and you're just basically plowing ammunition into them. That's the weakest part of that game. It's best when it's a bit more tense. You know, they're they surprise you with perhaps one enemy or you're put in a situation where you're slightly light on ammo so you choose to maybe run around the enemy and revisit it later that's where you know su- survival horror i guess as you want to call it, if you want to call it that yeah that's where the game is at its strongest
0: well i kind of enjoyed the crowd management of 5
2: yeah no I it's, hated 5 i hated it so much really <laughs> yeah i hated 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 that game
1: i didn't think it was The best by a long, long way, Um, and it was definitely the downturn of the numerical Resident Evil games. It was, it was definitely the weakest at the time. Uh, Six, even more so.
2: (laughs) Six pipped that one. Yeah, I I didn't even play six. Five left such a sour taste in my mouth that I didn't even play six. Didn't even look at it.
1: It's more of the same, I would argue, but it's too much of the same. Resident Evil Six is incredibly long I think it's quite lit. there are three campaigns and when you finish they're both co- they're, all three of them are co-op campaigns much like five and each of those three campaigns is about the length of Resident Evil 5 it's too much the stories of the three cross over so you literally repeat gameplay sections just from the perspective of a different character but at the end of the day it's the same encounter with the same boss it's crazy. It's way too much. And when you do that, you unlock a single-player campaign, which is, by, by the time you reach that, you're just exhausted. Revelations is just the right amount of Resident Evil. I think it was 12 hours in the end. You could go back and get all the unlockables. Not my thing, but I can definitely see the appeal. Um, I definitely kind of kicked myself when I realized, ah, I think I've just locked myself out of being able to return to that room. Which means I can't get the shotgun which was on the wall. I really would have liked to have known what that shotgun was like to play with, but it's gone now. So you know, I can see I can see why some would want to play through it again and uh, and get all those nooks and crannies. But for, for me, twelve hours done, enjoyed it. Never have to play it again. I'm more than happy, (laughs) more than happy with
2: that. Before you know, before getting too far down the rabbit hole with Resident Evil, uh, tell us all about Kentucky Route Zero because you loved that game, right? So I
1: really, really despised it um, at first. I I just couldn't get it because I hadn't heard a single bad word about that game. So I don't know if I went in with expectations that were too high. Um, I don't think, I think high or low is the right way to put it, actually. I think I expected it to be something it was not, Mm. which was the problem. I think I expected it to be, um, well, in actual fact, on the website for the game, I think it references Monkey Island as an inspiration. And I I don't think that's the right way to point people towards. I, I, I don't think that's representative of what this game is like i think i spoke to you briefly about this rob and you you disagreed and i don't mean this as an insult to the game at all but for me it felt more like a choose your own adventure or a text-based adventure with a graphical interface so the games where you would say you know move north but doesn't you know there's no inventory management that kind of thing
0: yeah Uh, definitely wrong to think it's a A point and click in a traditional mm. sense with puzzles and so on i mean there's there are some puzzle elements there are some elements of you know discovery f- figuring out how to how to resolve a situation to, to move on but most of it is about telling a story tr- trying to convey a, a narrative in a different way like the, the, you have your character you get to choose which line they're going to speak which it definitely fits your analogy Mm. Um, yeah, and
1: I, I almost think they give you too much choice in terms of um how the characters are shaped. Because usually when you have multiple choices um in a point and click game at least, it's to explore the narrative or to find a different angle to discover information. Yeah. Whereas in Kentucky Route Zero, you can completely change the shape of your character down to the detail, I think one of the the early decisions you make in the game uh, can be whether you have a male dog, a female dog, or if you even refer to your dog with a name at all, and you can just call call it my dog, and it doesn't have a name, which is actually quite a powerful powerful choice to make, Mm -hmm. because your character can be a dog lover, or just someone that happens to be followed around by a stray dog, And that, that for me, made me wonder how much characterization is there in this game. Am I the one that has to shape what I feel this character is? And as a result, the characters actually felt hollow. I I I, felt uh, like I was being relied upon too much to use my imagination. I felt Um, it the opposite way. I I, I felt that uh,
2: a, a lot of it, you know... A lot of the choices I made for the characterization were influenced by the by the environment. I thought the characters were very much a, a blank slate sure uh, well. but you were you were then free to just sort of throw caution to the wind in that case because really i mean it doesn't really- especially in the first two episodes, a lot of the stuff doesn't really matter. mm, do you know what I mean? You're just sort of like drifting around you're a drifter, you're essentially you know like just it's it's very twin peaksy very lynch and. And I wasn't getting too bogged down in this whole, am I a character? Whereas whereas a game such as Mass Effect or someone like that actually forces you to become Shepard.
0: Mm-hmm. I felt I was no, kind so. of
2: directing the act, the the action but not necessarily directing the character, as it were.
0: Um, for me, I was choosing stuff based on what I thought fit from what I was seeing of the game world and, and the other characters that I was meeting. So I'd choose the dog's name dependent on like I I think this guy would would call his dog that. He seems like that kind of person. But you Um, weren't
2: traditionally role-playing in that case. You were were sort of feeding the character based on the visual clues.
1: For me, classic point-and-clicks always had very strong leading characters. The playable character um, was the character that I have to spend the rest of the time of this game with. Um, And they were always very charismatic uh, or humorous or had a a quirk about them that made me want to discover more about that character. Whereas with Kentucky Route Zero, I was the one choosing what that character was going to be. And that threw me off to such an extent as someone that didn't expect that to come from this game that I actually started to dislike it. So by, by the third episode, it's 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 starting to piece together for me. Um, I really, really disliked a musical sequence um, in the third episode, I just wow. No I, I haven't
2: played the third yet.
1: Okay, it yeah. was. I I almost have to hold back. It was infuriating for me. I thought it was just really, really pretentious, and <laughs> um, it it made me want to bite my bottom lip off. Uh, so it wasn't, that entire I mean,
2: sequence. But what about the first one in the first episode with a little sort of bluegrass sequence that popped up?
1: Yeah, I quite enjoyed that. That okay. was fine. I so thought it was I don't know, I don't know what kind of twee, kind yeah. of enjoyable. But there, there is a very long musical sequence, and I just thought this, this is someone's just crawled up their own asshole with this sex <laughs> section of the game. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I have to be blunt with that section. It just, it, I didn't see a place for it. I just wanted to say that's my favorite part of that episode. So, <laughs> not really? really, yeah, no, it's just I, I played that with with clenched fists. But you know, it's, it's, it's literally. Um, much like music itself, it's a, it's a very subjective thing. So I, well, I just, you
2: know, you know, me and Rob out pretentious you on any given day anyway. So. Yeah,
1: no, absolutely. And and, and I, <laughs> I don't, I don't discredit the idea that it could be someone's favorite part of the game, um, at all. Um, it just wasn't for me. And unfortunately the game, I can tell this game doesn't speak to me. I'm just going to be in that minority. Sure. Um, I may not even revisit the game to play the fourth um, episode. Um,
2: but I, that would that would make you wrong, Earl. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I, by the third episode, I can definitely appreciate why someone else would enjoy um, what's what's going on in K- Kentucky Route Zero. But for me, I don't think this is a point-and-click game or it's not what I would want from a point-and-click game. Um, but for someone that Enjoys very narrative-driven games. They should definitely give this a look.
2: All right, nice awesome.
0: one.
1: I've had that in my list for a long time. So yeah, to summarize, um, the, the the four in February challenge was was rough for me. I probably mm-hmm. would have enjoyed it more if it was like the two in February <laughs> <laughs> uh, or something like that. Oh, you um, hadn't.
2: You hadn't chosen such massive games to try and get through. Yeah, yeah.
1: And, and to be fair, the games I chose weren't epic, but I don't usually play uh, these long, sprawling games. I, I, I tend to dip into stuff that um, doesn't even necessarily have a completion. Like I'm, I'm, I'm really enjoying Monster Hunter 4 right now, for example. And although there is a narrative to it, it's just a game that you rinse and repeat for eternity with your friends. Like you just go in and play uh, with three friends, meet up online and say, do you want to kill a monster tonight? Let's just pick a random one. So that's, that's usually the kind of game that uh, I enjoy. So to choose four narrative-driven games to play in a row, for me, isn't the way I usually engage with video games. So it, it, was just, it, was, it took me out of my comfort zone, I guess, but it did mean that I, for very rare occasion, on a very rare occasion, actually did finish four games, and I'm 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 glad for that.
2: Good, right? I'm off. Need a Cool. Bye. All right.
1: <laughs> nice one. Enjoy unleashing fluids from the end of your penis. Um,
2: I will. I will.
1: And um, I guess <laughs> let's not do this again next year.
2: No. Let's. Let's. Yeah. Well, let's uh, do. Let's do nine in February.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yeah.
2: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah.